Guys, I think this might be it. I think this might be the end of our limited series. I think that at this point, the NBA season is coming, and uh, probably good to take a take a break. I will be back in LA next week, so I won't be able to to, to record. But uh, the following week probably makes sense to get back into our normal programming. But uh, guys, this is whoa, a Keanu Reeves podcast. This week's episode, The Matrix. Last one of this limited series. Would you like to hear a fun fact? Yes. I always want to hear fun facts about There are endless amounts. Let me just say, as you guys know, before we started recording, and I, I had a hard time figuring out which one I wanted to go with because there's so many. This fun fact, though, is actually really fun because I met this person one time and he told me he liked my hat. Alice Cooper was Keanu Reeves' babysitter. Uh, not like consistently for years and years and years, uh, but would babysit Keanu from time to time. His mother was a costume designer and she worked with a lot of musicians and uh, and actors and people of that nature. And uh, so much so that Alice Cooper uh, was Keanu's babysitter, which is probably the coolest babysitter I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Tough, tough to tough to beat Alice Cooper as, uh, as your babysitter. It's uh, yeah, that's that's the top of the mountain top right there. I'd say kids. Uh, I'm your host, Shay Keelis. Uh We have Ted Hall and my brother from another mother. Nope, my brother from my mother. Uh, we have the same mother. Yep, same mother. I always forget that. Um, we're transitioning back into NBA, uh, NBA, NBA topics. So the uh, the nature of which I host a podcast uh, will, well, it's going to go away. Nikki will be taking the reins again. But this was Hello. my baby. This was my baby. And uh, so, guys, let's talk about today's film, which is the matrix uh the matrix which i think goes without saying probably one of the most popular movies of the 90s i mean like just in terms of like pure fandom and just like it just kind of took on a life of its own this like dystopian future where life is a simulation which frankly is a major point of conversation to this day uh Mm -hmm. but uh arguably one of the most popular movies uh of its time in that time period uh came out in 99 directed by the wachowski sisters yes the wachowskis got it once brothers transitioned into there it is okay because i i distinctly remember at the end of the movie it said the wachowski brothers and i was like wait a minute what is happening wait so okay you know what this is an off this is an off the mic conversation uh in any case starring keanu reeves lawrence fishburne carrie ann moss hugo weaving and joe pantaleano i always get that one wrong you know him from movies like bad boys and of course the matrix uh and he's great in this movie uh the movie is set in the 90s where keanu uh plays neo slash uh tom thomas anderson is it thomas anderson that he plays mr anderson i know that thomas thomas thomas, uh, thomas, thomas a thomas a thomas anderson. anderson correct uh he of course uh is a programmer but also a hacker um and appears to be i don't really it's not it's not clear like what he's working on as a hacker like what he sells to people what his transactions are but uh business the movie starts with uh trinity who is the the female hacker of note and and part of this crew of of hackers that uh that uh, keanu then becomes a part of uh basically like hacking into something trying to contact somebody 
starts attacking cops, does that cool thing where she freezes in the air, which of course was made fun of in the movie Scary Movie. Uh, and uh, then she kind of like runs away and disappears through a through a phone booth, which uh, that becomes something that is explained later in the movie. Again, I have to say, I've seen this movie twice now this year. I had never seen it prior to this year. And uh, and I still don't understand what's going on. What? I've never seen it prior to this year, ever. Wow. That's, wow. I watched it a couple months ago, and then I watched it today. Uh, st- I still don't get it. I don't know what's going on. I enjoyed it. Enjoy it. But uh, in any case, uh, fast forward a little bit. We see Keanu. He is falling asleep in front of his computer, and his computer's doing weird shit. It's talking to him. Uh, and it's telling him, like, hey, we know who you are. We know what you're up to. Knock, knock. And then some people come into his door. This was like this was like the period of new metal where there was just like a lot of weird leather being worn all the time by a lot of people. So interesting period in time. He falls into the club, runs into Trinity. And uh, and then the rest of the movie kind of goes from there. You know, we start to meet all these other bad dudes, the Agent Smiths. And then he gets pulled over. He gets in trouble at work. Uh, and then we fast forward a little bit and they put uh, that that tracking bug device in his belly. Did I miss anything? Probably. No, are we just recapping the whole I mean, movie? I'm recapping it piece by piece and let's just let's just talk about The Matrix. Let's talk <laughs> about The Matrix and you guys clearly watched this movie way sooner than I had. When when did you guys watch this movie? Like like right around when it came out or like soon after? I saw this in I saw this Did in you TV. really? Interesting. Yeah. I saw this at a friend's house on uh DVD a few a few months later. Right? DVDs back then by the How did I miss this? I tried watching The Matrix a lot growing up, like right when it came out, years later, years later again, years later again, every single time I attempted to watch it, I fell asleep every single time. That's how I am with Twin Peaks, which neither one of you probably have seen or, sure or you have, Ted. Interesting. I know Twin Peaks. Come on, man. That's cool. Bob loves that show. I've, I can. I. That is the least shocking thing anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay hey man that's uh outside of showgirls that's kyle mclaughlin's uh magnum opus <laughs> quite true quite true um <laughs> wow tad you really got me with that one. Oh shit <laughs> i'm gonna timestamp this so i can make sure to play play that exact clip to bob <laughs> um Great, but yeah, I have seen that the that first episode four times, and I have fallen asleep at about the twenty five minute mark all four times. Yeah, that's how I am, Jay. Which how you are with the Matrix? I am with Twin Peaks. Yeah, I don't know. I can't explain it. Every time I try, I just fall. I fall right asleep. I fall right asleep. Even today, I fell asleep. I had to go back a little bit and keep watching it again. Mm-hmm. I'll say this in your defense. This is a movie that if you did not see around the time that it came out and when it was like a cultural phenomenon, yeah. it's hard to get into. Uh, even rewatching it today. Uh, I, I watched it. I watched it today. Um, and I watched it last week as well. Um, there are a lot of parts where I was like, oh man, like. When I was like younger, I thought this was badass, and now I'm like, this is a little. I will say this: campy. I think the reason it's a little corny now is because it had, like, this is what popularized all of this look and this sort of feel and uh, the whole aesthetic of the Matrix and all that shit in the early 2000s. This is kind of like what made that 
the, it wasn't what started, but it is what made it like the biggest thing. And because of that, it got lampooned and remixed and reshown to the point of exhaustion. So you're just like, now you're just like, oh, well, that's dumb because like you remember all the jokes about it and all the references uh, to it. So it's no longer Jay. The first thing Jay said was, uh, "She does the move," which took like a hundred cameras. That was like a hundred camera setup that they just. Oh. Yes, please go Damn on. It. You hate to see it, Nikki. Nikki's frozen. The NBA. There he difference. goes. Oh, he's back. Welcome okay, back. That was weird. He froze there for a second. That was weird. What was the last thing? You uh, hundreds of cameras. They took a hundred cameras and they went a re- That was it. <laughs> Yeah, because this was the pose, yeah. and I was like, Ooh, that's "Yeah, I saw deep. a little bit of your <laughs> armpit hair, just a <laughs> little bit." Like it. Uh, but yeah, so the hundred cameras are just wrapped around her. So when she jumped, they all took a picture. So that's how they can create that effect. Uh, boom, movie magic. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. The first thing Jay referenced that he was like, "Which is also what they did a joke in Scary Movie," which I was like, "Yeah," and it was Lampoon. Like, like so many things did that. The Simpsons did something about that. I was, I, yeah, yeah, they definitely did something like that. South Park, South uh, Park did made fun of, uh, yeah, uh, like like so many things. Like, and Workaholics has done a bit like that. There's the in uh, Grandma's Boy, the characters just pretty much the, they're all making fun of him because he's dressed wearing a up duster like the everywhere, Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it got lampooned to the point where some of it's a little corny, but it is done very, very well. It's a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. I think to Tad's point, like, it's, I think back then it was just like, re- revolutionary might be a strong word, but like, it was one of those movies where it's just like, holy shit. Wow. Groundbreaking. It was That's pretty revolutionary. Say. That's, Groundbreaking. Uh, That's a better it, word. It, 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 re- it, it influenced the way that they filmed uh, superhero movies. Like, a lot of the filming That's techniques true. that they used um, were used for, for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, uh, I watched it twice, obviously, and I, I enjoyed watching it both times, but there were, parts where i was just kind of like this it just feels very end of it feels very new millennium Um, especially like the outfits and all those things which like when i was younger watching it i was like that's badass (laughs) and now i'm like yikes you all look like neckbeards uh yeah like the scene where uh they first where they all kind of go into the matrix and it like pans out and they're all standing around the phone and the phone rings and they're like, we're in. And I was just like, Oh man, that didn't really age well, but, uh, it's still a good movie. It's a fun movie. And, uh, everybody that's in it is really good and really committed to their role. Um, which makes it a, a much better movie. It is confusing. I'll give you that. Um, it's a movie that I think is harder to watch in today's age, strictly because, like, I don't know about you guys. A lot of times I throw on a movie, but then I'm also like on Instagram and like doing whatever else. Yeah, and you this have is a to movie pay that, attention. You, exactly, you have to pay attention. Like, you cannot have outside distractions. Um, at one point, I was like on Instagram and I was like, "Oh fuck, I missed like three of my favorite scenes and had to rewind <laughs> the movie and watch it again." So, um, yeah, I mean that that's. I, I'll say this, you know, I mean the you know we we did Dracula previously that was another one you had to you had to yeah. watch you had to pay attention very much to. so yeah um but uh yeah i mean it, it's a it's a good movie it's a fun movie it is a little confusing but every every character is good um there's a lot of scenes in that movie though where i'm like oh fuck yeah i remember this this is dope <laughs> and uh so like you know there are some things that are campy and a little corny but um i'll save it i'll save my thoughts on some of this stuff for the the woe moment of the movie but um you know i mean like when he's like you know dodging the bullets 
And like when they have the like the fight scene and like the courtyard and all that shit is fucking badass. Like I don't care who you are, that shit is badass. Day. Yeah, and it's, it's still it's it enjoyable. Holds up. To it watch. really does. When they're both running, shooting, <laughs> dodging, running up the wall, jumping at each other, grabbing each other's arms, and just ooh, we're like, oh damn. Keanu has a a lot of great moments with guns. He does. Um, have you ever seen the video of him uh, doing like the tactical shooting course? Yeah, dude, like yes. in preparation for John Wick, dude, he was in some badass. It's incredible. Shit. It's just like holy that man shit, incredible. amazing, it's amazing. He Keanu legitimately... Reeves is just is just cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess I you know I didn't really do my I didn't do my normal like thing. Uh, well, Jay, here's here's a really quick fu- uh, uh, a a statement from the directors. Once the Wachowski brothers, now the Wachowski sisters. They said that this movie was a uh, transgender awakening film. Someone realizing what their true self is. Neo gets a hint of what the true form of himself is by the fact that there is a different act, like another world. And then once goes into the world, is afraid of it, doesn't want to really do it, but then realizes that that is where, where he can find his true self goes into that world and is now a part of this world that is a lot scarier but it is their true world it's their true self yeah that's that that's that that's that woo woo film shit that's what that is i mean look i'm just saying that's what they said uh and that's and well they said the first part and then the whole second like interpretation thing was based off of an article i remember reading back in college When I went to, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's a reach. Like it's not a reach per se. It's a stretch. It's a it's you know what you know what it is. It's like a ooh, that's a nice pickup from the first basement. You had to go get that one. (laughs) Stupid. It it works. Stupid. I like it. So dumb. I forgot to do the thing that I normally do. Uh, For listeners who have never seen the Matrix, let me give you let me give you the high notes. Neo believes that Morpheus. An elusive figure considered to be the most dangerous man alive can answer his question. What is the Matrix? Neo is con- contacted by Trinity, a beautiful stranger who leads him to an underworld where he meets Morpheus. They fight a brutal battle for their lives against cadre of a, con- a cadre of viciously intelligent secret agents. Cadre? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Yes. Cadre. Crushed it. Yes. Well done. <laughs> it is a truth that could cost Neo something more precious than his life. This is the Matrix. 1999 is the Matrix. Guys, do you know how much money this movie made? In the box office. Guesstimates. A lot. Guesses. A fuck ton? Guess. Um, I'll start with this. The budget was $63 million. Yeah, I know. And it made like $450 million or something. I was going to give it like this. 520 465.3. Yeah, I know. I knew it made like $400 million more than like what its budget a was. A lot. Yeah. A hell of a lot. I, I mean, I, I know that because like I was reading the wikipedia page the other day after watching it like i, I didn't know that off the top of my head but uh yeah i, I, I just remember seeing it. that it it's made a idea. shitload of money um so yeah. getting back to the film so obviously uh neo's being chased by the agent smith folks uh they grab him put that thing in him and then trinity and the rest of the crew come and get him take it out of his belly and then uh he meets morpheus and Morpheus has the conversation with him where he's just like, look, dude, I can give you this pill, the blue one. You could take it. You'll forget any of this happened. Just go back to your life. Or I can give you the red pill. I'm going to show you some real cool shit. And naturally, of course, because it would be a really boring movie if he took the blue pill, he took the red pill. <laughs> I personally would have immediately taken the blue pill. 
that's kind of my shtick. Uh, safe. Oh, you would have been safe and uh, not sorry. Uh, that's my move. What is his name? Cipher. Joe. Joe Pantoliano. Yes. yes. That that's what so your character. Damn, I wish I would have taken that Judas character. Pill, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that you know, oh, the like watching this back in the day. I was like, oh man, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> that guy sucks. Like, come on, man. Like, don't you want to save the world? Thirty-year-old dad is like. Yeah, blissful ignorance sounds way better. <laughs> yeah. More eat steaks, be an actor. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do all that. Be be somebody important, somebody that people care about. Uh, and like an actor. I love that scene where he's like, I want to be important. You know, so I want to be rich, somebody important, somebody people care about, like an actor. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's one of those like unintentional comedies, but comedy parts. I was like, that, that made me laugh. I appreciate that. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, it was... Uh, that steak also looked it really did it really did uh so then we fast forward a bit uh he has taken the red pill and now morpheus is like all right dude you're here let me show you what's up he becomes like a baby kind of he like is bald and he's got wires coming out of him and then uh he gets flushed and and then he he's back and trinity and morpheus wake him up and now it's his awakening gotta say keanu bald baddie Looks great with a bald head. Really does. <laughs> he was I reborn. He looked, I thought he looked kind of like a I liked it with the bald, bald head, man. I really did. So. I really fucked with it. Yeah. I well, was agreed I was into movie. it. Um <laughs> that whole that whole set of like whatever cyberpunk rocky montage experience where like he's there and he's like learning kung fu and learning jujitsu and then he's trying to jump to the building and then he's in the one scene where the lady in the red dress uh walks by a couple questions for you guys um take me through like your first experience watching that and also who was your favorite non-trinity morpheus uh neo character amongst the bunch uh tab we'll start with you i'm kind of curious well yeah i mean watch it well the first time i watched through it i I was fucking mind blown i thought it was the coolest goddamn thing ever i still thought it was really cool watching it it holds up the 15th time um but yeah i mean they do a really good job nikki nikki kind of made a comment about it just a minute ago when he's like it's like the rebirth basically um because you know he's uh like awakening was a term that's been used a few times um and so then you have that and then you're you're like you know he's like oh it's he's just this computer programmer but like actually no like he's fucking he's the one he's neo uh which you know neo is uh the one misspelled <laughs> so uh, yeah, fun little fact i hadn't really anagram. connected that um but really? uh yeah um sorry i just clicked out of my notes hold on one second um <clears throat> anyway um yeah no i i thought that uh i I, th- I think the whole they do a really good job and like they do it without like like you know i mentioned this earlier keanu reeves only has 80 lines for the first 45 minutes of the movie so there's not like it's not a ton of dialogue it's just a lot of good character development a lot of good building up to like oh yeah this guy actually is like pretty fucking badass but nikki nikki's making a face i wanted to see what he has to say i'm sorry well i no it's truly just for myself i was like oh anag- i was i had said anagram to what you said neo for one and i was like is that right and i googled it and i was like oh i was right Nailed it. Uh, so i was very happy with myself I'm, sorry i'm i'm proud of you and uh Thank jay you. i also want to address something uh agent smith is played by hugo weaving the others are agent brown and agent Jones. Oh, they do have their own names they're not all just agent smith <laughs> I thought they were all uh, agents like i said i didn't get no, the movie i was so fucking confused I, I do no, no, like no. I do like it the was commitment. the two dudes who looked just slightly off. I like the commitment to using just really generic white man last names: <laughs> Jones, Smith, and uh, Brown. Oh, yeah, uh, 
And yeah, no, all three I'm, of the actors kind of looked yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. They just looked, it, lo- it legitimately looked like they just like, they took the base model, which is Smith, and then they just changed a couple of things to it. You know, like in 2K, when you just get like a base character, you can fuck with the face a little bit, and you're like, it kind of looks like the original thing that they already gave you, but just a little yeah. different. That's all it was. The, um, the other, uh, the other thing that I, I, I really, um, like the the one thing that I really like too is when they have him like make that jump and they're all like, Oh, nobody ever makes it on the first try and you're like, Oh, he's totally gonna make it on the first try and then they just subvert everything and he doesn't make it and you're like, Oh, okay. So yeah, so this guy, like, he's he's the one, but like is he the one? Like is like, you know, like what if this is the wrong guy? What if they're fucked because they're putting all this hope into this dude and it, it may not be him? But yeah, it's a good uh it's a good little night everybody loves a good little montage, a good little uh like, you know, training sequence in a movie where uh Gonna you know the guy montage. comes around. <laughs> yes, exactly, you see? Uh uh, the greatest montage ever is Push It to the Limit in Scarface, but we can talk about that at a later time. Um, as far as my favorite character outside of, like, well, favorite, like, good guy character, um, Matt Duran plays Mouse, who is, like, the programmer. He kicks ass. I like that guy. It was very sad when he He died. was the one that I was the yeah, most sad about. So I, really I sad. loved him the most. Uh, I think second might have been Tank. I like Tank. Tanks, my tanks number one. A, t- tanks, the homie. But yeah, Mouse was my guy. I was like, damn, not Mouse. So little. This is this is Tanks' IMDb picture. I mean, I can only see his balls, but just looking like a badass. <laughs> oh my bad, you can't see his face. <laughs> it's That's a on little me. too high. Uh, not too high. I mean, He's at least Mouse gets to go down in a pretty fucking cool blaze of glory with the right the looking just like scarface the aforementioned movie literally just pulls literally, him out just the ta, two ta, ta, fucking ta, 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 ta. Yeah. he is the little friend and oh, oh very nice wow, well very done. nice very nice well it was uh it, it was a fun like it felt like a movie in space like it was just like it's just such a weird like i guess it is a like cyberpunk like aesthetic where it's just like it's like mm. kind of like uh, yeah, it's like kind of spacey, but kind of not. It's more like technology driven than anything else. But like, so is space. Like, it, you, if if you just like dropped me into the movie at that point in time, and I didn't see Keanu or Lawrence Fishburne, I would have thought I was watching Alien. Like, that's what I would have thought. Like for two seconds, I'm like, oh, cool. Where's Where's Sigourney? Where's uh, Where's she at? That's like what I. That's what I would have thought I was watching at that point in time. Um, I will say too, like now watching Johnny Mnemonic a couple weeks ago to then moving to this, like just the whole experience of like watching him get shit plugged into his head is just like wow, just very reminiscent of that, like big big time. Yeah. Um, so in any case, Neil's going through his training, he's figuring it out, he's getting like he's learning jujitsu, he's uh, he's learning all this different shit. We get which probably was the most exciting part for me uh, after Lawrence Fishburne jumps from building to building, we get the classic Keanu. Whoa. Whoa. It is amazing. That might just be how we end the podcast today. <laughs> Nothing else but the whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I really, I was taken aback by that whoa. That was what inspired this podcast. Um, so in any case, now we've moved forward and they take Keanu to meet, um, what was her actual character name? I forget. The lady that they meant to, uh, meant to go meet. In the, yes, the, the Oracle. Oracle. Yes. Uh, they go meet the Oracle. Did you? Watch this movie? I did, I did, but I was like, dude, I was like half asleep, bro. Like we talked about this earlier. I was I was like paying attention, but not really paying attention. Uh so 
Morpheus takes him to meet the Oracle, who is the all-knowing being, who is a black woman who lives in an apartment that appears to be in Queens or somewhere in New York. Uh, they take them there. Uh, the the city. It there's no actual. Oh no, it's based in Chicago, right? Like they keep referencing yeah. like Chicago streets. There's no. Well, they're from Chicago, so there's no actual. Uh, there's no actual city ever named. It's just it's just the the city that they're put into in their minds. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all the references are to Chicago. Right. It's everything. like Lake and it's like oh you're on Lake and Wabash or like oh turn yeah, on Jackson. I'm just like oh shit that's downtown. I know exactly where that is. I used yeah. to work on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So this is this is now the second uh the second movie. Also, fun fact: Gloria Foster, the woman who plays uh the Oracle, born in Chicago, Illinois. Get out of here. Uh, Gotta love it. So she. So she gets to play the woman who lives in an apartment in Chicago and is the an all-knowing being. And she's wonderful. And Keanu mm-hmm. goes in, pardon me, Neo goes in because uh, Morpheus thinks that she's going to confirm that he's the one because he believes it. And, uh, you know, she thinks that the Oracle is going to tell him for sure. And uh, Nikki, what happens? She says he's, he's not. not. She also knows he's going to drop the vase, and he does. But we also found out, find out that she knows how much Morpheus believes in him, and Morpheus is going to sacrifice his own life to save Neo at some point or another. And she tells him, you got to make a choice, baby boy. It's going to be you or him. Are you going to save yourself or are you can save him? Because he believes in you, and nobody can tell him any different. Um, also, we have all the creepy kids in there uh, playing with blocks in the air and bending spoons and shit with their mind. Um, although that kid was like very, quite wise. What a cool thing to say. It's like, there actually, there is no spoon. I was just like, damn, that's cool. I just like that. I like the way that she, I like the way that that little kid said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward a little bit more. Neo now knows he ain't the one. He just found out like the Oracle said it. She knows everything about everything. And so I don't remember all the events that led to them. Like, why do they go to the house? You guys remember? Like, why do they go to that joint when, like, I don't remember what led to that. Like, like they go to the place. They go to the place where, like, the Asians like surround them, where they start killing everybody off and shit. I I don't understand the question. I don't remember what led to them going to that place. Like, I don't know what was the when they go when they go into the building and. Neo and he was like, "Oh, says, deja vu." Oh, deja that vu. yeah, that part. Like, I don't remember what 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 was the thing that led to them going there. They're meeting. Are they meeting somebody? Fuck. Yeah, they're meeting somebody. But I all of a sudden can't. Remember I can't for the life of me remember what led to them going there. Also, I feel like we passed right over this. Uh, although we kind of Isn't alluded to where, it, but Cipher's a bad dude. It, he betrays everybody. Yeah, Wasn't that where they needed to go? He betrays everybody. So at that's, the scene. They needed. That's how they were going to get out of the Matrix. Oh, is that what it was? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were establishing. Yes, they were establishing a because uh, they were. That was right after the Oracle. They were establishing a, uh, uh, uh you know, because they have to get. Uh, they have to get the call and then answer it. Yeah. Oh, right, so were, right, right, right. That's right, why they right, were going right, up right. that building. Because yes. it was Cyrus's idea to go to that. But he was like, "Oh, this building here," and then. Oh yeah, because then he dropped the phone in the fucking. Uh, yeah, he drops the phone in the garbage can. Okay, now I remember. Now I'm con- yep. now I'm connecting everything. Yep. I'm a genius. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then that's when they come through. 
The agents are all there. Agents. Oh no. Yep. And then they they capture Morpheus and kill everybody except for Trinity and Neo. And I guess technically Tank. Tank first gets shot by Cypher, and then Tank shoots Dozer. Tanks. I mean, pardon me. Yep. Cypher shoots Dozer, but then Tank's not really yes. dead. Yep. Bingo. Boom. And then Tank's like, "Kills you, Cypher." Right boom. Bang. You're not gonna be no actor. No way. Boom. Um. And and Tank saves them. But uh, so now we have Morpheus trapped by the agents and Trinity. And Neo are like, what are we going to do? And Neo's like, I'm going to save him. And then Trinity's like, yeah, but I'm coming with you. And then Neo's like, no, you're not. But then she's like, yes, I am. And so they go. And they go. And they fight the agents a lot. And they kill a bunch of security guards, which I got to be honest, I kind of felt bad for security guards. Like, they were just, like, innocent bystanders who were just shot up like crazy. Um, but I guess also the agents can just, like, become people at any point in time. So, like, you can't take any risk. And it's all fake, Jay. Remind yourself, dude. This is a fucking simulation. This shit ain't real. Sorry, I forgot. The spoon is not a spoon. It doesn't exist. The only thing that does suck, though, they do also establish if you die, pretty much if you die in the game. You die That's what I'm really. saying. Your brain your brain actually takes everything so much that you actually feel everything and actually can die. So all those people are actually dead. Yeah, they are actually all dead. But um, here's the thing. Why that doesn't bother me so much <clears throat> That scene is really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> when they are fighting, like when they go through the metal detectors and they're fucking jumping around, just it's that's fucking dope. I mean that is that is fucking cool. Uh like oh god. That that like that the shit like that is why I'm like the the cheesy campiness of some aspects of the movie or like the date it's it's not even if it's cheesy and campy, it's just like dated. It's like if some dude showed up to my house wearing some of these outfits, I'd be like, sick dude. <laughs> uh, I think that's what it is, yeah. But that like that that shit is cool. And like the fight scenes and all of that stuff is just it's so fucking cool. And I, it sucks me right in, just like it did twenty two years ago when this movie came out. Uh wow, that felt weird to yeah, say. No, not, I didn't really uh, put the t- the numbers together, but holy shit. Yeah. Wild. Uh but yeah, no, it was it was cool the first time I saw it. It was cool this time. It was cool when I watched it last week. Uh great movie. It really is. It's like just like cool. Like the action scenes themselves are, are worth everything. Um and that's the thing. Even if you didn't understand it, like Jade might not have. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you can still appreciate the movie because shit like this is just badass. Yeah, it really is. And this is also too like this is the part of the movie where we get the iconic Keanu Reeves dodging the bullets by laying backwards, uh, and like doing the whole that thing that was also made fun of uh, in a lot of movies. It was parodied in like Scary Movie and others, including yeah. Scary Movie, <laughs> in yeah, Scary yeah. Movie and others. Scary Movie was all the jokes were just references to movies that came out within a sort of close right. time. As to the yeah, movie. it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> it got me. Um, so now uh, they're able to save Morpheus and he's able to get back. He gets on the phone. He gets back with the peoples with Trinity. Trinity also gets back. Neo stays behind. And at one point we think, oh, shit, he's dead. And we're like, damn, it's over. And then the robot things car- come start to attack the base where the whole rest of the group is and we're just like shit but then trinity walks up to keanu and just like hey remember that thing earlier oh yeah by the way earlier she was gonna tell neo something that the oracle said but she didn't and now she tells him she told me this is trinity talking to neo that i was gonna fall in love and the man that i was gonna fall in love with is the one 
And Neo, I love you. And then she kisses him. And then she tells him to get up. And he gets up and the whole world is ones and zeros and bleeps and bloops. And it's just the Matrix. That's all he sees is the Matrix. And then the agents all shoot at him. And he freezes the fucking bullets. And then he kicks the shit out of Agent Smith. And then he goes in his body and explodes him. Movie over. Yeah. That was my uh, that was my woe moment of the movie. When he stops the bullets, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot, truly, the mo- the movie's like woe moments, just, they just build upon each other. Because the first woe moment is when you see the tracking device, it's like that creepy thing, and it's like, yes. and you're like oh, what the fuck? And then like, uh, he jumps, he gets, jumps through a window, and like, yeah, yeah, goes through the whole thing, and then like, uh, he watches a man jump across a build. Like everything gets crazier and crazier and crazier. It is alluded to him that he was like, he's like, you think I can be faster than a bullet? And he's like, I want, you'll get to the point where you don't have to worry about dodging bullets. And you're like, what the fuck is that shit? Well, that's a weird thing. And obviously you're like, it just he happened. It. He just it stopped just everything. Happened. Holy shit. Uh, that was my brain when I first saw that movie. And I mean, if I'm being honest, when I saw it the other day, I was just like, oh, wow. I knew it was coming. Still it was and on that note, I think uh, I think we should get into our categories. Tad, you already kind of hit on it, but uh, what was your what was your woe moment of the movie? Yeah, when he stops the bullets, yeah, it's gotta yeah. be it. Like, it's, it's just got, like it's you're yeah, just like oh, man, he gets good. up and then like you know they they try to shoot him and he just like he stops it and then he drops it. He like grabs the first one out of the air and like drops it on the ground and then all the other ones just like fall away and you're like oh this is this is fucking cool like i mean there's a lot of like nikki said they just kind of build upon each other but that is the last one where you're just like well he gets back up he you thought he was dead but he's still alive and then he blocks the bullets with like his mind basically <laughs> fucking sick dude. it's insane it really is nikki what is your whoa moment of the movie no, it's it's gotta. Be, I can't. There's no like. Oh, I want to do something. No, it's the bullets thing. It's fucking cool shit. Yeah, it very much is. I think you kind of alluded to one that I like too, which is just like, it's not even them putting the bug. I don't know if like them putting the bug in him or them taking it out of him is more of a woe moment for me. Um, but also, I'm just gonna throw this one out there. Just the entire sequence of Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves fighting Kung Fu against each other. I fucking love that scene. I've seen it so many times. I love it so much. It's so fucking cool. Keanu's a badass, but also Lawrence Fishburne's a badass. It's just like Kung Fu in the coolest fucking way possible. I really love that scene. That's my woke moment of the movie. Um, Our next segment is uh, which part in this movie could Nicolas Cage have played that would have made it better? Tad, we'll start with you. You you seem to have a point. Fun fact. Nicolas Cage was originally offered the role of Neo. That makes a lot of sense. And also, I could totally see it. But also, we'll get to this soon. I, I, I don't know that I want it. I don't know that I want it. I don't want it either. No, I, 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 I want certainly don't spot. want that. Will Smith was also offered the role. <laughs> I don't want that either. Wild, Wild I don't want that either. I'm pointing it out. At, Wait, I, I want to say this. Will, Will Smith turned but, it down for Wild Wild West, which is a movie that was critically in, like, it was just panned. That is a fun movie. Oh, yeah. I like It's it. funny. I, like I enjoy that it. Movie. it. I enjoy it. I like it. that movie. It's uh, not good, fuck, though. Fuck you, fuck you man. Fuck you. Good is subjective. Yeah, dude, fuck you. Most of the jokes. Like it's a situation where I'm like. Most of the jokes are them comparing about his uh, disabledness versus his blackness. That's like half the fucking mm. jokes. Mm. Look, man. 
It's this is a the wild wild west is a situation uh, where it's like uh, she is very beautiful to me, you know. Uh, so that is uh, that's how I feel. That's a movie I, I like. If it's on TV, I will I will watch it it's, every time. I, I, it is a very fun. I'm not saying it's I it's fun to watch. I I I also remember it very well. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I do remember because it used to be on TNT a I lot, like, right? Yeah, a lot all yeah, the time. So I would watch it on there all the time. Be like, yeah, fuck it. Will Will Smith is so fucking charming. Of course, I'm gonna watch that shit. Uh, 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 was it Kevin Klein, right? Yeah, Kevin yeah, Klein. Kevin Klein. And Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, no, none of them are terrible. It's just kind of dumb. Like, it's just not a good. It's not good. Salma Hayek just dumping them out all over the movie. I mean, look, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why else you want dumping them out. Jesus. Uh, anyways. Uh, anyway, what move? What role could Nick Cage have played in this movie? I think an obvious choice is. Um, is is agent uh, agent Smith? That could be fun. I think that's a an obvious choice. But Hugo Weaving is so good he really at that, is. that like uh, I, I have a hard time picking that. I would say Nicolas Cage could have played Joe Pantaleone's role as Cipher. I and it, I think he could have made it. Better. I don't know that I would agree on the better part, but that was where my brain went. My brain immediately went to him playing Cipher. But Joe Pantaleone is just so good. He's just like he is just like he is. He's not he's not he's menacing, but yeah, face. he's just like the, you. It's very obvious that he's like not trustworthy, and he plays that role so well. Yeah. The scene where he's committing to like he's eating the steak, and he wants to be an actor, and he's he's committing to like you know helping the agents. I watched that scene and thought about how Nick Cage would have acted that scene, and that was what sold that for me. <laughs> was where I was like, Nick Cage could do this and could do this really, really well. That's the exact same scene where I had that thought, but truly, because it's in such short bursts and it's all insanity, I love Hugo Weaving, but you get you get Lord of the Rings literally like a year later, I think. One or two years later. Two. So you're good. Two yeah, two, later. 2001. So it's like, you're good. Don't really worry about it. You're fine. I would love for Nick Cage to be Agent Smith to like the interrogation scene where it's just like <laughs> with where he's just like, how can you talk when you don't even have a mouth? Also and a whole moment like, when his mouth yeah, just oh, like yeah, suddenly, just yeah. Gone. Yeah. Like, that whole, that whole scene, like, the whole scene of just like his mouth getting closed and then all of a sudden just like it's a body horror moment, Ugh. but it's like done really well with CG, like surprisingly, cause it's early CG, I, not that early, but still it's like, not I also, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I love Lawrence Fishburne. Nick Cage could have crushed Morpheus. Crushed it. He would have been really good in that hmm. role. Okay. Okay. He's like, imagine overacting Nick Cage convincing Keanu Reeves that he is Neo, that he is the one. Nobody like, nobody, uh, nobody thinks uh, Mouse for Nick Cage? I had thought Mouse for a second. Just like neurotic like, and like horny. <laughs> it's like a little weird. <laughs> I think he could have done that well. I think, yeah, I think sure. Mouse was probably my second pick after uh, after Cipher. Um, next on the list uh, was Keanu the best or worst actor in this movie? Nikki, we'll start with you. He was the best. This is the titular Keanu role. He said the name of the fucking podcast. It's uh, it's the best part ever. He's the best in this. He does. He did all the training, so he does such a good job with all of the fight scenes. He knows he actually understands how to use a gun, so it's a he does a great job with all of the gun scenes. He fucking was. It's his. I truly think it's probably the best acting he's ever done. Uh, like he just this was like the perfect role for him, and I'm so happy that he was. Yeah, in it. I uh, I gotta be honest. 
I have to agree. I think Keanu is the best actor in this movie. This is the perfect. This is a this is a perfect role for Keanu. He plays it perfectly. Um, it's that's why John Wick. It's so just good. yeah. He just like he he tapped into something in this movie that he had not tapped into in the other movies that we've seen up to this point, uh, except for the replacements, of course. And uh, damn it, he's good in this movie. Damn it, he's good in this movie. Uh, Ke- uh, uh, I almost called you Keanu. Holy shit, Keanu. <laughs> Tad. Uh, best or worst actor in this movie? Okay, so given uh, the you know my my takes on Keanu's roles up to this point, uh, and that I have said that definitively in each movie that we have watched of his, that he is the the best actor in all of them, and because of that, you would probably expect me to say that Keanu Reeves was the best actor in this movie, and you're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> I thought he was incredible. Oh my god, my heart almost uh, stopped. This, this is Nikki hit the nail on the head. The replacements is Keanu Reeves playing an NFL quarterback. Like it's just Keanu Reeves. It, what if Keanu Reeves wasn't an actor? What if he was an NFL quarterback? Which you could see. Uh yes, I agree. He's got the name and face to be a quarterback. I want. I could not agree with you more. I absolutely think that is true. Uh that said, I mean, this is his magnum opus. I mean, this is this is the Keanu Reeves movie. I mean, this is... He had obviously done Point Break and Speed and, you know, fucking Dracula and, and Johnny House. Mnemonic up to this point. And, no, wait, Lake House is after this. He'd, he'd done a, a lot of stuff up to this point. But this is the movie where it was like, oh, yeah, you can cast Keanu Reeves as the lead and we can make a whole lot of fucking money. Um, I mean, this launched him into superstardom in my opinion and uh rightfully so i mean it is an incredible movie it's an incredible performance by him uh it's an enjoyable movie i like watching it every time i watch it so hell yeah way to go keanu way to go i said it better myself this was what a what a great way to to end our limited series and that the the uh the classic yes 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 agreement that keanu is the is the best actor in this movie and with that um guys how many Keanu's one out of five? Let's just, I guess we should probably just rapid fire this. Uh, Nikki, how many Keanu's one out of five? Would you rate this movie? One, two, three, four, five. No, good. Cool. Cool. Tad, Tad, how many uh, Keanu's <laughs> would you rate this movie? 15. 15 Keanu's, Ooh. he says. We didn't even know we could do I that. Just, I should have just done the entire song then. <laughs> didn't even know we could do that. Yeah. Keanu, like, give me, give me, yeah, this breaks the scale. Way off the scale. Fucking love this movie. Look at that. And I guess you know, in keeping with uh, with the theme of today's podcast, I also give the Matrix five Keanu's out of five. It's uh, it is the perfect Keanu movie. This is this is where this is where this is what he's been preparing for, and frankly, this is what we've been preparing for. This is the movie that inspired the podcast that was whoa a Keanu Reeves podcast. Uh, and with that, any other lasting thoughts you guys have on the movie before we wrap up? If you've never seen this, go watch it. You're doing yourselves a, a disservice if you've never seen the fucking Matrix. Great movie. Very good movie. Yeah, speaking of somebody who hadn't seen it for uh, 22 years, apparently, uh, I watched it twice this year. So it's uh, it's a it's a must. It's one of those like 90s movies. And also, all three of them are on, uh, on HBO right now. And the fourth one, the trailer just dropped like two weeks ago. So what better time to watch The Matrix and prepare yourself for number four, which is coming out, I believe, this winter uh tomorrow actually matrix four 
No, not tomorrow. It was a oh joke. shit! I was like, holy shit! I'm so behind. I think it does come out pretty soon, though. It's, de- it's December, December seventeenth. There, there you go. go. Well, with that, uh, let's plug and, and let's get out of here, guys. Follow me on Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. Follow me at Nikki Palooza and at Valley Ghostbusters on TikTok. All right. And you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure and follow MBA as we'll be starting the podcast up in two weeks. Uh, we'll be taking next week off to uh, refresh and have one more week of just uh, preparing for a full MBA season, which uh, we've, we've texted amongst the three of us, and we are very excited for the MBA season to start. We're doing a preview episode in two weeks. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. Hope you guys enjoyed this mini-series uh, called Whoa, a Keanu Reeves podcast. Very likely something that we'll bring back. Um, or I don't know, maybe even spin off. We've had some conversations. Haven't decided yet. Very non-committal at these points in our lives. Um, all right. Which is concerning because we're all three. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and single and like have nothing to do. So that's great. That's great. Uh, all right. Well, with that, uh, for Jay, for Nikki, for Tad. Damn it. For Tad, for Nikki, for Jay. This has been Whoa, a Keanu Reeves podcast. Enjoy this last bit and arguably the best snippet of any of the movies that we've watched at this point. 